Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and we are broadcasting live from Sherm in Vegas at the Accurate booth. That booth number is 3345 if you're here. And we're with Jeremy. Uh, and Jeremy, would you do us a favor and introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Jeremy Gordon. I'm the Senior Manager of Content and Communications at Accurate Background. There you go. Okay. Now, have you been in the industry for a little while? Three and a half years, so relatively new. Yeah. You've seen enough, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just extrapolate. You've yeah. already kind of seen it. You already know. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because right. I was going to tell you a bunch of horror stories. You're like, I don't know. I'm good. Well, Oh, I love horror stories. <laughs> I'm always open to hear those. All right. So there's a kind of a method to our madness. I want to ask you three questions and uh, just get your take from you deal with customers and prospects and salespeople, marketing people, all kinds of stuff. So the first question is around global screening. So what do you see right now with people that need to do a background check in another country? How do they go about it? Yeah, so accurate screens in all 195 countries around the world, right? So we can do a background check in, in any country. But the real interesting thing about the global atmosphere is really brought on by COVID. Borders really no longer play a role into your hiring methodology, right? So if you're seeking top talent, you're looking worldwide now. And there's just a gigantic talent pool available, but that brings with it new risks, right? And so even if if you're looking outside of your home country to hire, then it's like, how do you, how are you screening those employees? How are you following their work history? And those are questions you need to start considering as you explore more global hiring. So 195 countries, what are we not in? That's all of them. That's everything. Yeah, so there's 193 countries as part of NATO, right? Right. And then there's two that aren't. All right, that's that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. I'd say the strangest thing, because I know in different countries, it's just different culturally. It's some of the stuff is, I was talking to Deb McGrath earlier, and she said in Canada, we don't really do screens as much as we do in America. I'm like, why is that? They're like, it's just, it's optional. It's yeah. not something that kind of the way it came up, we just didn't do as much screens. But American companies that are hiring from Canada do, right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. So. If you, do you see anything that's, I would say, the strangest, I don't mean it in that way, but just something from a global perspective, another country that does something that's really unique to their country. Yeah, you're seeing it in Europe, right? Part of the European Union, obviously the UK, screening is very big there. But you're seeing it grow into India and Australia, and the, it's even South America to a certain extent is starting to get into the screening world. You're seeing screening companies acquire companies in South America, and as that becomes a bigger. What I love about that is, again, it cuts down on fraud, right? Yeah. Or one of the yeah. things that can help you cut down absolutely. on fraud. Absolutely. Somebody says identity fraud, you don't know who the person is. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Second question I wanted to ask you is about remote and really coming out of the pandemic. We hired people in Fargo or you know, pick a place. And they might not have ever been in the, in the office. We might not have ever really met them physically. Of course, yeah. we did Zoom calls and all that other stuff. How's the how's the intersection point of remote and screening? How should it play out, or how do you see it playing out with customers and prospects? Yeah, it makes the screening process that much more important, right? You have if you think about people who are just entering the workforce in the last three years, who may have never even worked in an office before because they entered in this remote COVID atmosphere you have no visibility as an employer, right? You don't outside, normally when someone comes into an office, you get to see them on a daily basis, you can gauge their performance. When they're not in the work, when you don't have eyes on them on a daily basis, it can be harder to understand if they're performing properly, are, are they high? Are they, are they using drugs? Are they drinking on the job? These are things you can't have no control of when someone's working at home. That's right. And you, some of those things might be legal in the areas where they live. Absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. Especially with mar- marijuana is just insane right now with some of the laws. 
that are going off. And it's basically recreational use all over the place. And yeah, and if people are working from home, that's their home. So the last thing I wanted to ask you is about candidate experience and the intersection of screening and what we're doing in the candidate experience. Because what we're seeing from a certain level is candidates want things to move really fast. Yeah. They want to have the whole process to work in 21 days or three weeks or whatever. And they want it mobile enabled. They want they, it on their phone. That's right. Mobile yeah. enabled. They, they want everything to be soup to nuts, everything done, no yeah. assessments, everything's done by that time, which I don't have a problem with at all. What, but again, with a, with a screen, some would see that as an, another a, a thing, an impediment, if yeah. you will. So Absolutely. How, how do we sync those two things together? The candidate experience is vital, right? Especially when you're in an employee market. Like, we, we still are technically in an employee market, right? And you can lose a candidate in a heartbeat. Oh, 100%. If you don't have the right processes in place. So, yeah, making sure that your background screening program is seamlessly integrated into your, your human capital management software is gonna is night and day, right? And so accurate, yeah, we integrate into any, we have an open API, so we can integrate into any system, big or small. Um, obviously, we have partnerships with a lot of the bigger ATS providers but all of our tools now are built to be mobile optimized optimized so it's in it's in the palm of your hand it's a one-click type thing especially like our new drug and health services tool it's all candidate enabled right so you're in charge of scheduling your own drug test you're it's all in your hands you have the full control oh that's cool and that's it's going to be huge it's changing the way we do it. Are your customers wanting things to happen faster? Absolutely. Okay. You can never be too fast in right. the background screening industry. The problem is that quality and compliance come into question. And so there's still laws and regulations that have to be adhered to. And you obviously want a quality screen. You can't sacrifice quality for time when it comes to criminal background checks. Drops mic, walks off stage. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, thank you so much. I know you're busy, especially today with everything that's going on the floor. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. Absolutely.